That's a rare first recording of us, 16 years old, performing the theme to this podcast one day. That's musical AI gone awry. You know what else is gone awry is the fun and mayhem you have at Breaking Bingo, the bingo that takes place at different establishments around the Utah Valley and, well, Salt Lake Valley and I guess Utah Valley. Willamette. And Willamette and still Seattle. I don't know. We hope so. Check it out at BreakingBingo.com. BreakingBingo.com. Find all the local listings for a great game of bingo played at a watering hole near to you. It's a great time. BreakingBingo.com. It's bingo. And we finally figured out the QR code. It works again. At a bar. So check that out at Breaking Bingo. Get your QRs ready with the flock. With the flock. With the flock, man. Buddy, we're back in the studio again. The studio doors are open. My God. How long? How long? How long haven't we done this, bud? How long? <laughs> Put that to the, some drum and bass, my friend. And also, you will be hearing some background noise because in our new MacGyver spinoff, Holyoke has brought to our scientific world the effort of making a homemade swamp cooler. Poor man's swamp cooler. It is extremely hot in the Shaludio. Actually. It's, it's a lot it, better. It's it not anywhere near. How bad it was last night. Yeah, and it's been, trust me, I live in it every day. <laughs> you know. So what we've done here, Holyoke's suggestion was to take a plate, literal plate for food. Very shallow plate. Put some water on it, put it behind a, just a regular, what, floor fan? Yeah, I can't remember if you're supposed to put it behind or in front of. Because oh, I think boy. you might want to put the plate in front. So you want to try as it? the water comes up, it gets blasted instead of sucked out. You want to try it? Let's try it. I mean, it feels cool and nice right now, right now. but maybe it'll kick it up a notch. Okay, so what we're doing is we're moving the plate from behind the fan to in front. We'll see if that does anything. And then make sure your cat drinks it, and if it's got any rabies, it'll aerate the rabies and get it to everyone in the uh, house. I should not have used my rabies-covered culinary items, mm. which is my rabies plate. <laughs> Ravy blade. See, we just we take a week off, but we're still humming at a hundred and twenty percent. Hey, rabies, everyone! What if it was on a plate? Bing, bong. Speaking of, what rhymes with rabies? Babies. <laughs> That's right, oh everybody. That noise. That sound stops being funny. <laughs> oh my god! It's my living waking nightmare. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. That's what you say to... That's what I say to my baby. (laughs) Shut up, Mm. you idiot. (laughs) And then I seduce it. Let's take you back to June 30th. The day... The day. When Billy May... Billy May Hayes! Right? Isn't that a thing? Billy May Hayes? Billy May Hayes? Billy May... The baseball player. I am... uh, Willie Mays. Willie. (laughs) It's close. I mean, Willie, Billy, same. You've got to be kidding. I will say this: I am pretty sure mm-hmm. that I'm committing what our parents did to us, which is named us Ryan, yeah. and then everyone was named Ryan. I think Billy might be the next big thing because Ooh. Carrie Fisher's daughter, Billy Lord, uh, she's in the new Star Wars. Boy, oh boy, oh boy! Billy's gonna be huge. You just wanted to give the same curse, pass it along. Well, 
I was going to say my curse is having the odd named oh, Ryan. The spelling. And so you just have to deal with that from now on. But my you friend, the, you're the fucking father. It's happened. Mm-hmm. We started this podcast just shy of nine months. No, just yeah, more. It was like at the same time. Basically. It was the same time. And now, not only have you given birth to a magical podcast that the world can't stop consuming, <laughs> but you also gave a child. It is world. nice hanging out with my family, which I did this past Ooh. week. They're like, I have all these questions about the podcast. Like, what what thoughts we have going into it? Which ones we like the most? And, we're, and I just feel like, oh. Well, I, the compa- I didn't know, a, I didn't know anyone who was still listening. B, I feel bad about everything. Yeah. And C, I just get drunk and hope it works out. Well, the companion piece, the Ryan and Ryan story through a journey of audio files, will be coming out. You can read it along to every <laughs> podcast. It has every episode with footnotes, our notes that we put together, uh, the committee, our team of writers that work on this as well. They will all be listed in our different thoughts behind each episode. So wait for that. It's going to be a great Christmas stocking stuffer on, the, on your phone. <laughs> now, my friend, I have put together... Some things for you to know about June 30th. I don't know if you Ooh, already knew this. I'm excited. So I there's the significance of what happened on that day, uh, pretty minimal. It is, of course, the last day of the first half of the year. We know this, correct? Everything else was like, fucking this person. I'm excited because I did look up the date in the hospital, but I forgot everything already. The first, according to Wikipedia, birth on this date, June 30th, was in... 156 BC by who? The great and wonderful Emperor Wu of Han in China, my friend, the seventh emperor of the Han dynasty. Mm. So she's got that kind of company. She's going to be, right now, she's the emperor of shit dynasty because yeah. she's taking lots of dumps. But soon she will be an emperor of an entire dynasty. Isn't that exciting? It is. And to fill out that company, let's not forget the one and only Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, Do you yeah. Know that? The Vince. Looks more and more like King Ping every day. He's he, plumping out. He's he looks like boy. a big baby. He looks like because he's got a shaved head, no Vincent eyebrows. D'Onofrio looks like a big, fat baby. And there's only one person out shitting Billy May. It's Vincent D'Onofrio. Did you know that? Of course, David Allen Greer, the oh, one yeah. wonderful from the, uh, what's it called? The uh, one show that was on that everyone Mad knows. TV. Mad TV. No, he was not mad. Was he a man? I'm talking about the living color in living color. Mm. Come on, bud. The black one. And he was also in Blank Man, one of my favorite will, hidden there treasures. There were several black people on Man TV. I got confused. That's true. And speaking of black people, the one and only Mike Tyson, my friend. Really? Bing, bang, boom, June 30th. This was in 1966 in New York City. Though. Billy does have, I don't know how good she's going to be with her fists, but she's kicks a lot well she might be the kicking equivalent of mike tyson and also another famous billy that we all know billy mills was born on june 30th (laughs) the native american who won a gold medal in the olympic games in tokyo so you got that going for you great and of course let's not forget modern day star lizzie kaplan huh from freaks and geeks oh she was born on this on that date in 82 and then of course People who died that day, the same day your child was born, Simone Vale, who we all know is the 12th president of the European Parliament, of course, a French uh, person. True or false? I don't know. True. Also survivor of Auschwitz. Ouch. And then you got Auschwitz. Barry Auschwitz. You've got Barry Norman kicking the bucket in London, England. He was a British film critic and journalist and television producer. BBC One. 
One Blimey, and... I hate every movie ever. Oh, damn it. It's awesome. I don't know why. At some point, it switched over. Oh, that British fuck. Listen to me. I love Queen of England. I, I, because I always start with Crikey, and then obviously that's Australian. Mm-hmm. So I thought, start with Blimey. Maybe. You'll get there. Nope. Nope. Straight down. Hey, you're working on a lot of lack of sleep. You know what I'm saying? Is that that's true? true. Huh? Hot, talk yeah, about babies. Guess huh? what? No sleep, huh? It's true. Whoa, Z's where you can get them. But, uh, but as I was you, telling Schlagas earlier, yeah. yeah, of course, you think to yourself, you're not going to sleep because the baby's crying, waking you up. Mm-hmm. And that is true for my wife. She's to wake up, feed my that wife. thing. <laughs> my wife. Borat. Very funny movie. <laughs> Feeding that baby and putting it back to sleep. For me, I just wake up every few seconds because it makes a noise, and I'm just convinced that that is the last sound it's ever going to make. Ugh. And then I, I'm not paranoid enough to get up and check. Check at it. Because I don't want to like make it wake up and be upset. So I just listen for the next hour or so to make sure that it continues to make noises. And when it makes the same noise twice in a row, then I can be like, ah, okay. okay. Ah. This is just a lot of like... Every noise sounds like a death rattle. Very, very unsettling. So in the morning, I was like, God, I'm sure tired. And Brooke would be like, fuck you. I had to get up and deal with it. And I'm like, but I, I thought I thought it was dead. Yeah, like we said earlier, you went through the seven layers of grief. Seven layer dip of grief. That's <laughs> call it. your deep down sad walks. And then you got your... <laughs> Anger beans and your <laughs> resolved cheese, and uh, finish all up with a disappointed tortilla. <laughs> that is just, oh. Yeah. So, did the doctor leave you with, like, did, we, did you leave the hospital with more things to be afraid of, or was it very reassuring? Um, the weirdest thing is that at the hospital, so they said she was, didn't, that her weight was too low for how old she was because she was a week oh, late. Damn it. So, that alone for the first 24 hours every four hours they had to come in rip a chunk out of her heel and draw blood what so they like go do that thing where go what and thing takes a divot out of their heel what are you talking about you never had blood drawn no i did i ever tell you the time i was supposed to get blood drawn <laughs> you didn't I went do to it the doctor they're like you just need to go across the hall and get blood drawn i was like no problem doc <laughs> i went out of the hallway and looked at it and took a left and that was the last time i was in a hospital like 10 years ago that's amazing i do have a large growth though more places <laughs> I want to talk about, but I ain't getting no clippings. You ain't taking a clip of me. Yeah, so they just rip a chunk off of your body part, and then they squeeze and draw blood. So my poor, sweet baby, they came in every four hours for the first 24 hours of her life, what? took a chunk out of her heel, and drew blood. And then after the first 24 hours, like, oh, they have this other problem. We have to draw blood every few hours for the next 24 yeah. hours. So her poor, goddamned heels Aww. are so... Jack, still to this day, it's been uh, two or three weeks. How old is my baby? I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, several, she's several <laughs> weeks old, and her heels still make me weak. Listen, I, I was going to give her the lesson one day, uh, but she got it early. It's true. People will always be nipping at your heels. Am I saying oh. you know what I'm saying? Huh? Life lesson number one from the Schlodfather. Oh, my God. Thank you. But no one's nipped at your heels because you ran too fast. Ah, no, because it wasn't right at all. I was on the ground. Eating, <laughs> you you can't draw my blood if there's no you skin can't, exposed. You can't get there. And I just wrapped myself in one of those fire safety blankets and waited until they left. <laughs> it was weird to know that they're doing something ultimately 
the beneficial. benefit of your child. But I just wanted to fight them. Well, the, yeah, because there's a main uh, issue in this life when your goddamn child's been nipped at with some blood coming out. Did that fight the weird protecting uh, thing turn on? Yeah. Weird. It's weird, man. You got a whole thing going on here. But then they so they're doing all this I shit. I love it. It's beautiful. You're in, in uh, the hospital for two days, and they're doing all this shit, and they're making sure everything is right. No, the baby's doing all the shit. And that's true. That? I actually did. I kind of dried up and couldn't oh. shit. But, uh, and then... She did the shitting for you, Papa. You get home, and then no one is there to tell you how to live. Oh, fuck. And the... You can do whatever. Oh. And give her Fruit Loops. No. I did not give my baby Fruit Loops. Please don't call Child Protective Services. Child Protective Services. It was me who ate the Fruit Loops. It was me. It was Schlegel with the Fruit Loops, Loops in, in the, the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes better with the chlorine. <laughs> the chlorine. You don't uh, put chlorine in your toilet? Oh, sh- uh, yeah, of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> I love how I was like, no, you don't put chlorine there. You put them in pools. And you're like, you don't put chlorine in your toilet. Like, oh. Come on, your bowl is very clean. What are you, what's your secret if you're not putting it? Once the- a week. I clean my toilets once a week. I give everything a good old wipe down. I like it So it must be on Sunday nights. Because- Listen, everybody, if I wasn't doing a one-week clean down, we would have a lot of problems. <laughs> a lot of problems. But I'd take care of that business. I'm a clean boy. Oh, good. Is this working, by the way? I feel great. I feel like the Swamp Killer is working really well. Well, that's exciting, my friend. What about uh, the magicness uh, of birth? Was it, uh, were you like, that's pretty. Yeah, they were right. That's pretty. Or was it more In the just movies like, scary? when they show the contractions, they don't really, or maybe I just haven't watched it again since this has happened, but it, the woman is like... Uh, giving birth. But for 10 hours, every time, every five minutes, they're having a contraction, and it's... Like, you have to stop what you're doing and sit there and feel horrible oh. for a minute. And oh. uh, it's weird. I hesitate to get into too much of detail. Of course, of course. We're keep a, we have a very clean podcast. Here. <laughs> no, it's the majesty of birth. Absolutely. But the general scope of it all, was it uh, just very... Was it as wah as the, you know, they describe it in the books and the texts and the See, I bit magazines. off more than I could chew. I thought, not literally. Ah, placenta style. I just blazed into that placenta and I tried to rip it Baby, off. keep it down. Fry up the old scent. <laughs> uh, Let's go half and half on it. This will be called 50 cent. Am I right? Everybody? Ooh. All it right. was clear early on that I was not up to the task. What? Of being the doula. Oh. And thank God there was a... Volunteer doula on staff. So name? volunteer doula is not the Abdum, the Abdullah Abdullah Ablangali. Yes, it was a part of it was the part of the brain that makes you mad. Uh, it's a human who comes in and works through the breathings. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Oh wow! Thank God she was there because I had no idea. I don't know. It, it's it's just so weird because you don't know how it feels, but you can see that your that your loved one is going through intense oh, pain. Yeah, and you're trying to do your part. And I it's just, just there's nothing to compare to what they are going through at that moment. Nothing compares to doula. Nothing compares. Thanks, Prince. And then, so it's ten hours of agony. I forgot to ask, what time did it start? When did you get the notice of we're doing this? She had been. Having contractions since two, and she told me about four thirty in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I went to the the hospital around nine. Oh. No, I think well around ten maybe, and then the midwives were like, "We're super busy. Hang out with this." Come doula. back later. Yeah, and the doula 
helped us out I'll major league and then god bless her after 10 hours of painful unmedicated labor brooke said hey, yeah give me some of that sweet sweet juice and so they juiced her up yeah okay so i was really mad because the the midwives i felt had abandoned us Ugh. i thought we were going to have this super supportive yeah. emotional like because there's so many there's mm-hmm. so many midwives and then none of them were there to help us and uh and then when brooke said okay fuck this i need the the thing. epidural oh then they're like, okay, I guess. And they seem like, what? They, they, they pull out by They it? seem to have an attitude. I'm like, hey, if you wanted this to go the way you I wanted you to go, here. then where the fuck were yeah. you? And then they leave. And then the this two-person epidural team shows up. And they were like arguing about the best way to approach it. Who was and, it? Was it uh, uh, Lauren Hardy? Like, <laughs> And I was like, you forgot the before? needle, Laurel. That's what it seems like. <laughs> and then she started to do it. She's sliding this like, thing up my wife's spine. Oh, and the guy's like, oh, God. wait, maybe you should. Uh, okay, whatever. And then it's not You're working. You're putting it in backwards. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, just let me do it. And then he jumps over and. <laughs> Get out of the way, you knucklehead. <laughs> like, <laughs> you forgot the thing. This is just a water. <laughs> I was so fucking mad. Oh. I was ready to. Right, that one-star Yelp review. Oh, here we go. We just read it. Sorry, honey, I can't deal with the birth. Just I'm right. Four words: baby, dead, wife paralyzed. One star. <laughs> what a fucking nightmare! <laughs> Not a photo, photo review as well. It's just like everyone in a wheelchair. Oh my god! <laughs> but then the midwife showed up. The epidural worked, and everything was pretty great until a pretty dicey moment. But then it uh, worked out. Everything Things ultimately, are good. Yeah, oh. ultimately. We're not in a sad, sad moment. Well, I'm glad to hear everyone is healthy, which is true or false. True. 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 Well, I'm very happy to hear that, my friend. And you're, uh, you're here. You're doing it. So happy for you. My mom tells the story of when I was uh, coming out of the old uh, Schlegels thing that, uh, <laughs> that, that she was like, all right, I'm not the natural thing. Fuck that idea. Give me the epidural. <clears throat> and they're like, too late. And she was like. Fuck! But there might have been some '80s thing where it's yeah. like things have changed dramatically. Where it's like it's too late, and then looks at the dog. Bing! And I blinked with both eyes when I did that. By the way, I don't know why. Do they say like we're gonna save all this epidural for? Yeah, the I don't know because they said to us, "Are you sure you want it?" Yes. What if we were to measure you and you were fully dilated? Would you still want it? And she's like, "Yes." Is it just so? Scary to perform it, or they don't, is it better to have the white? The, the again, the, I don't know. It was again the uh, dicey. Oh, I also wanted to say this is <laughs> this is for public record. So always, when you're dealing with midwives, you always think. Or I always thought, you know, oh. come on. Oh boy, what, what does that mean? So when there was a little, they could tell that something was gone a little bit awry. They're like. Uh, we got to get the OBGYNs in here. So when the baby was actually born, there were probably 10 or 12 medical professionals in there. Okay. <laughs> when the OBGYNs came in, I want to be like, finally, some real doctors. Oh, I've been fighting the Battle of Midway in here, and it's going <laughs> bad. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. God damn it. I'm, st- I'm having like, I'm getting ner- just my heart's racing. Thinking yeah, I, don't, I do not recommend it. Yes. <laughs> Yes, you know, she's really cute, 
And you got a beautiful child. It's great. Your seed is will continue on in this world. But pregnancy is just has so many fucking problems, and I didn't even have to hold it. Yeah, I was just sitting there watching, and there was just so many things. That, and there's then, so many fucking problems. Like she won't get up and get me a beer. Bitch won't make me food. This is fucked up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. That's what you're saying. I just surmised for you. <sighs> yeah, just, just don't do it. Okay. That's the word out there, kids. Holy Schlodcast has a stance on pregnancy. Negatory, good buddy. Negatory. Well, I'm just glad everyone's healthy, like I keep saying, because it's just like, oh. Except just... for all those ticking time bombs. Oh, boy. Maybe, you know, Joe Strummer. What? Undiagnosed heart problem, age 40, kicks the bucket. <laughs> yeah, but he also accomplished more than most people do in their entire lifetime by then. That's true. So, you know. I don't mean to cla- so I don't if, mean to clash if, with your idea there, but uh, if you're going to have an undiagnosed heart disorder, just make sure to accomplish a lot physically. Uh, by the way, I'm so glad you brought that up because that's what I constantly think about when I can't fall asleep. I'm like, I can't fall asleep because I have an undiagnosed heart thing and it's happening and I'm going to die. Even though I'm not feeling heart pains, it's just, oh, I'm panicked. It's just panic, but I just that's the thing that like Oh, we didn't know your heart was inside your lung this whole time. <laughs> you weren't supposed to live, dummy. <laughs> Life canceled. If you would have just gotten your blood drawn that day, you would have known <laughs> your heart was full of grease. Everybody, I got that grease pit going on over there. And uh, do you see that near my sink? Where it's like, yeah, I make bacon and make some grease, take out the grease, put in a little thing. Mm. And, Keep it there, and I just look at that. And I'm like, that is more or less what's inside of my heart right now. Just, a, just like deep fried heart of sorts. But you know, people are living older and older, mm-hmm. and they don't seem to be having all that much fun. I oh yeah, I after agree. about I, you know late seventies through the eighties, it's not fun anymore. Here's the thing: it's not that I want to live old. I just don't want to have to do that part of like here it go, and then it's gone. You know that thing of like. I imagine how I imagine how I'm going when out you, is here it is. <laughs> it's just dark right after that. Yeah. I just have this horrible sense of panic. But that's what I want. I want it to be very quick. But I guess you won't remember, so it's like, well, that is the thing. No matter how it ends, that's it. Well, we like to cover both birth and death in this podcast, <laughs> circling it all. But, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to take a break to go to our spot, <laughs> take a news break with the BBC. We'll be right back after these these news messages. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the BBC. The BBC News. This is the BBC. (laughs) (laughs) Brought to you by London. (laughs) Brought brought to you by our friends in London. Our top story this week in a groundbreaking case. The (laughs) groundbreaking case. (laughs) The ground is being baked. (laughs) It's brought to you by the Great British Bake Off. (laughs) In our top story this week, a groundbreaking case, the titmouse was able to legally change its name. The representatives for the giggle ensuing named rodent said, quote, we are sick of school children and perverts alike who have laughed at us for generations. Now we will be a perkier species. Critics say their new name of Taint Mouse will lead to the same issues. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm doing these all by myself over here. I mean, these are news. (laughs) News from a Van Halen concert in Jacksonville, Florida, where a local man concluded listening to Eddie Van Halen solo by saying, quote, fuck yes. He described the solo, the Floridian described the solo as, he was just like, hammer on, hammer on, blah, 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 bling, shit, yeah. The man plans to spend the rest of the concert holding onto a rail, railing, 
fighting off the spins. <laughs> you don't need I'm doing a British laugh. You know, the, the British don't laugh at the news. And this is the stretchiest. Quite right. This is the stretchiest. Indeed. You might have to audible on this one. Let's just go for it. Fuck it. Former TV personality Tom Green placed his bum on the sun, completing a lifelong mission of placing his rear on every known object in the universe. After accomplishing this goal, Tom Green transitioned from his normal state and became not of our dimension or space-time continuum. Spiritual leaders say his bum will be on all of us and everything we see for the rest of time. That is the news. Now it's time to go to our correspondent in Mogadishu. Oh, we lost. We lost him. Can't find him. <laughs> this concludes our BBC. We hope all is well. Oh, it's good to check in with the news. You never know what's out there. They're shouting, shame, shame. I'm still feeling the aftershocks. The ground is shaking. You know the BBC ad? No. You know listen to it? And I, I haven't listened to the BBC on the rigs for a while. It makes me sad. I need to get back into it. Well, there's... I should listen to it because it's on our own podcast. That's what's funny. We, I know. We go to it live, and I should be listening to it more. Let's fix my condenser mic holder. Well, that's exciting. I was going to go over what happened in my life since then. I uh, got a new bicycle. You got a hell of a bike. Got a new bike, and I wanted to unveil this on the podcast. I told you it's a Fuji bike, right? I forgot. It's Fuji. Okay. Not only is it a Fuji bike, but what... Like the Fujis? I was just going to say, it's this... Get, go, Just let me go on this one. Fuji, the late 90s hip-hop group, the Fujis, okay. which has Wyclef John, the name of my bike, Cyclef John. Nice. You heard it here first, folks. In the streets of Salt Lake, I'll be riding around by Cyclef John. I love you. I love you, Cyclef John. So that's that's going on. And Lauren Hill hates white people. Oh! What? It's true. Scott, you're going to. That was unsettling. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> that has been going through sound effects on the old podcast. <laughs> In summation. Yeah. Well, now what's your life? Do you have are you already, you don't, you got to do stuff now? What do you got to do? Diapers? That's the terrifying thing. Is, is that it diapers? I've had to deal with all this new stuff and this has been not working. I mean, I've been doing things from home <laughs> the for babies. work. What do you mean? But now at some point I have to go back to work. Oh, uh, you've been uh, working at home. Mm-hmm. Did they get, you don't have a paternal. It's America. We don't have that. Guess what Salt Lake City's got. Fuck you. So I got. Fuck you. That's the county didn't have it, huh? Hmm. Way to go, county. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, that, I think the city gives a dude two or three weeks off for paternity leave. Is that what it's called? Yeah. What's Brooke got? Maternity leave. And that, no, I, yeah, thank you. But how, <laughs> how much time she got with that kid? Zero. My mom went back. My mom went back to my mom. My mama. Borat 2, the mama sequel. My mama. They, uh, my mom went back to work two weeks after. That's work. back when you could just leave your kid in the car while you went to work. Is that why you're saying I'm not president? <laughs> Kari didn't treat me? 
She would just put a fucking single. She would tape a like a, a t- rhythm ribbon. A rhythm is That's the dancer. That's why I can't speak. Because I was left in a car for my first five years of life. You know, his IQ has been going down steadily week after week. What could it be? Not the stream heat. You the are car. on fire. I know. Fatherhood just gives, see, grants you, you the gift When you don't comedy. have a kid, you can just spend time watching trailers for movies. And I literally on uh, uh, and on at the new... The new Gary Oldman uh, fucking Churchill doc that's coming or not doc, fucking uh, biopic that's coming out. Oldman as Churchill. Come on. He put on the fat suit. Oh. Love it. We will get them from the stars and from, from the, the sea. From the stars? From the stars. From the cosmos, we will attack the Nazis. Star Wars 8. Churchill takes on Darth Vader's kid, grandson. I got to pee so bad. Go pee. Why don't we just wrap her up? It's only been 28 minutes. No, it hasn't. Yes, it's 28 minutes. Go pee. I'll uh, I'll go over the I'll go over some uh, some headlines, some uh, business that we need to take care of around here. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Ryan Cycle part of the podcast. Just want to go over a couple things these days. I am doing a new kind of workout, and it involves lots of watch mojo that's right i watch the youtube channel watch mojo and i uh just sit there and uh watch it and lose track of time for 10 hours where i don't eat and i don't sleep and it's helped me lose a lot of weight uh i am down to just uh, bones and skin uh because i can't stop watching that watch mojo youtube channel it's just got top 10 lists like your goofiest drum faces and your silliest hats worn by robin williams anyway holy oaks back well, your weekly cleaning clearly hasn't happened because there are some pretty what? big fecal bullshit. barnacles. Not bullshit. Schlegel shit. Bullshit. Big old chunks. That's not a sh- what are you talking about? Some shit barnacles. No one shits in the front, and yet somehow shit ends up there. I, I say those are chunks from some other source. What? What chunk brown chunkles are ended up in your bowl that aren't? Shit. These chunks weren't here before. You went to the bathroom. I say you're dirty. Jacuzzi. I say you were like. Did you ever see that movie? Naked Gun 33 and a Third? You ever see Naked Gun 33 and a Third? Yeah. Okay, so Naked Gun 33 and a Third. There's a heist moment. Or not heist. There's a breakout of prison moment where they gotta find a place to put all the dirt that they're making right because they're digging a hole uh-huh. i say that your sweet child billy may who does no wrong sweet child has man. so much of the fecal that you're carrying it into my mm. place and dumping it out in my toilet you're right i think that's what's going on you're right when you're i'm right i'm right i got too much shit so are you doing what do you do are you doing the dipes what are you doing i've done probably one to three percent of the diaper changes how are you handling that because you're a man known not to love the feet yeah i was hoping that uh fatherhood would make me more mature and more ready to deal with it but it is still so gross to me Ooh. and she farts heartily <laughs> and it's, oh, this, that's I a did, kid dear to my to heart this. her hearty farts startle me that's my poem I wrote about my child. And until your mother-in-law, Marty Lee, yeah. comes and takes and helps out. Marty's going to 
She's on fake patrol. Are you doing now? You're going. I assume you're going with the cloth diapers that you have to hand wash. That's for you, right? We haven't yet because she's so teeny. But yes, is that theory, a thing you do? I don't know. In theory, we're going to really. Now, but the, but even the cloth have liners that are throw throw awayable, throwable away. Did you pre think a lot? Of, like, do you have? Did you have like a fucking shelves full of baby shit ready to go? Is that how that works? Not like the you got, baby shit. The shit. Like that comes with a baby. Okay, it's like batteries included. You mean shelves? I mean, like baby related stuff. Yes, like the, yes, the we things. were well well taken care of. What do you got? A powder? Are we doing baby powder yet? Baby powder. Really? That's a thing. Squeeze me. Squeeze. Excuse me. Baby, baby powder. powder. It's actually baking powder. Fuck. It's still fun, but I love a good reference love. to Mike Myers. <laughs> I love a good Mike Myers reference, my man. By the way, I've been wanting to talk about this all day because that blew my brain. Did you see that R. Kelly fucking news thing that came out today? Keeping people against their will in the cult. Fuck, man. R- I know. It's one of those where it's like. Oh, R. Kelly is doing what? But then it's like, oh, it's R. Kelly. Mm, he's kind of one of these creepy guys. It's nuts. If you're really good at singing, you can just be a horrible human being. Oh, that's a local. That's a take on the hot take, everybody. That's a hot take. That's a hot take. You got to hear from the Holy Schlodcast. I'm trying to think of what else. Hat tip to Schlegel on that one. Yeah, I've been doing the work while you've been taking care of a job. I've been working really hard, reading the big headlines, putting them all together. And just having a real good time with it. Loving it a lot. Big fan. Well, hopefully when I go home tonight, I won't be so drunk that I crush my baby. I know. I think you're doing a good job. You're just taking care of yourself, taking care of your innards, making sure you're a live boy. They're going to make it? You're going to survive? How long do you got to, what is it, two years with babies and doing the diapers? Yeah. At least. At least. Oh, fuck. I know. It's It's rough. Do you have like timelines you got to be on board? Like, oh, they're going to talk here. Or they're going to like. Yeah, I looked it up. The first year, all very boring milestones. Really? Just Nothing like, good happens in the first year. When do teeth show up? I don't think in the first year. But then they're also really sad when that's happening. So it's just. Oh, it's a lose lose. Lose? Well, well they get you're teeth. gaining teeth. <laughs> but those you're going to lose because they're your baby. That's true. Remember we have a whole set of things that show up in our mouths and then go away and replace by more? Yeah. It's fucking weird, man. It's fucking weird. I know, the whole experience. I can see how you'd say, oh, wow, the majesty of childbirth, the majesty of having a child, there must be a god. (laughs) That's where you're... Yeah, okay. Well, no, many people think that. Sure, yeah. But then all the things that do go wrong, you're like, well, where is no god there? And also, it brings up a good point, because I'm so worried about my baby's going to die, because they tell you all these things about, like, oh, babies have died because this happened. Oh, God. And you're like, okay, so religious people hate abortion because his baby's dying. Okay. But if God really wanted to stop babies from dying, maybe he'd stop letting babies die yeah. because someone put a blanket in their crib. Yeah. What? Yeah. You can't That's have, a thing? You can't have blankets in the crib. What? They're going to fucking choke on him. Choking the blanket? Because God's too busy being mad at abortion to actually stop live babies from dying. I'm sorry. Because this other person had an abortion, I've got to take your baby and strangle it with a blanket. <laughs> That's what i got to do now. I work in mysterious ways. Hey, you never know what I'm doing. Why is he some dude from Florida? In the I've got a blanket. Hey, yeah, this ain't my call here. It happened without <laughs> you uh, deciding. There is no fate in this life. I, just, I choose when I want to. 
That's how it works. That's how God works. God is a man in a tracksuit in a Florida retirement home. Hey, your baby. Gotta take it. <laughs> but here's a gold watch. I don't take know. it with a blanket. Oh. One more. What about time. the? Is that I always uh, the thing that I remember when I was younger, realizing that like kids choke on the uh, window blinds uh, thing. Oh, the, the drawstring. That was when I was like, Jesus, everything can kill a kid. Like, I, it's, you know. I feel like I don't want to childproof my house completely because I think there's some things that if your kid's going to die from that. It's probably not going to... Well, you probably shouldn't artificially yeah. keep it alive too long, because if well, it can't figure out not to swallow a... I was thinking drawstring. about the other day about just... There's there's going to have to be the thing that teaches a kid, like, oh, the things around me can't hurt me if yeah. I don't treat them correctly. And that's a lesson I actually should learn. Mm-hmm. Like, I got to get hurt a little bit. Got to get that little... That's why I'm putting your kid into baby UFC and really teaching yeah. her how to... She'll- Kick ass. She's got strong ass legs. Mm, kicking it. Mm. Have you gotten any of the uh, bodily functions at shot at you yet? So, well, the only one happened actually was two mornings ago. Hey! Full projectile vomit. Ooh! All over my arm. Nice. It's actually pretty mild in the end. And then also, my like one of my first diaper changes, she's like, it's just pee. Can you change a fucking pee diaper? And I was like, I guess. So I take it off, and I hear this insane noise when I turn my back. I thought something had fallen on the ground, and I looked over, and she just... She shat. Big old ink well, spray, like a squid. Kevin Shattenkirk, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Hockey reference, everybody. And he took a shit contract with the Rangers, because oh. no one else wanted him. How do you feel about your blues, by the way? I feel pretty damn good about them. What did they do? I can't remember what they did. Got a bunch of good prospects, keeping the, the Pareko, got that, I can't remember. Uh, good things, though. Okay, you're happy about it. By the way... Because all we lost was Perron, you know, who was fine in the regular season, but shit the bed. Yeah. And then Shattenkirk, who we lost, he was awful. Didn't Yakupov leave, too, your sweet young boy? He left. I think he, he went to Colorado or something like that. Uh, yeah. By the way... No, he went to Calgary. Uh, no, I feel like somewhere in Canada way. That, uh, by the way, October 13th, I think, Red Wings playing at Las Vegas. Fun. Vegas. So I'm definitely going down for that, my friend. If Well, if my kid's still kicking around, I won't be able to go. If Bill, But i got to turn that Billy Mae into a Red Wing fan early. I've got to just start putting stuff in her peripheral that makes her a subconscious Red Wing fan. Interesting. I've got to just, every time. Well, uh, she's already been exposed to blues. Paraphernalia. I gotta so. get one of those diapers that when when it's being put on on the base of it's got a red wing thing. She goes, "Oh, nice, new, great." And then when she shits and it, it turns over to a blues. Logo. Oh, so. Can we just agree that it should be Blackhawks? <laughs> well, that's true shit. If you ever wanted to talk about it, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I like. I think it's appropriate that our podcast about a baby has so much shit talk because that's truly what baby life is like. True, or false. They should lie. True shit. Shit. True or shit, it's both. So what do you? Uh, so what do you got to like? What do you? Get? You're you're not you're at home now. When do you go back to work? Uh, maybe next week. Shit. At least in August. Shit. Oh, baby's first Pioneer Day coming up, man. Yeah. man. Gonna put her in the parade. She's gonna enter her as a float. We're gonna give her her first beer and see how that goes. <laughs> 
And if she takes that, then, then move on to pie. Then we're going to give her legal uh, representation. She's going to be in charge of herself. She's no longer going to yeah. be under our, your care. She's very advanced. Oh, my God. Very precocious. Just think about all the stuff that's coming your way. Fuck. Think about it, buddy. It's all I've been thinking about. It sucks. Well, you don't suck, and your kid don't suck at all. Brooke, don't suck. You got a great family there, my friend. Thank you. We'll wrap this baby boy up baby of girl. a podcast. We'll be back next week with another edition of the Holy Schlockcast. More updates on the baby. More updates on Holyoke shitting. More updates on funny goofs that I write. Can't mm. wait to give them out. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Holy Schlockcast. We'll see you next time. Uh, good. Good. Baby like Baby